Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home birth, free birth guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist, and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls, and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBATs, especially home births and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi guys, this week I'm sharing a Instagram live where I interviewed Dania, who's a naturopath, and we talked about how naturopathy can help you and how working with a naturopath during pregnancy, planning for your home birth can be really helpful. And I thought I would share this on the podcast because it was such a good educational and um, inspiring video that I wanted to share this with you because I know some of you follow me on Instagram but there may be some of you who aren't even on Instagram who don't follow me who don't see these things and and I can see how many people have seen it on Instagram it doesn't get the same sort of traction so I thought I'd share that with you here because it's such a valuable insight here for you and I hope you really enjoy this episode. I'm excited to introduce you to our Home Birth Group Mentoring Program, designed to support and empower pregnant women just like you who are planning a beautiful home birth experience. By joining my special waitlist, you'll be the first to know when the doors to my program open. Not only that, you'll also gain access to special early bird pricing, giving you the opportunity to secure your spot at a discounted rate. But wait, there's more. As a member of the waitlist, you'll also receive my newsletter filled with valuable home birth resources, information and tips to support you throughout your journey. Are you looking for a nurturing community to help you feel more prepared, confident and supported during this incredible journey? My program is precisely what you need. It offers eight carefully selected modules that I've created with love that will guide you through every step of your home birth preparation. Throughout the program, we'll focus on helping you surrender and tune into your intuition and baby, while also connecting with like-minded mums who are on a similar path. Our two monthly video calls, which I like to call connection calls, will be an opportunity for you to bond, share experiences and learn from one another and deeply feel supported while being guided by me through this journey. So click on the link below to join our waitlist and be the first to access these amazing benefits. Let's walk this path together, creating the strength and the love that brings new life into the world through the miraculous journey of home birth. I can't wait to support you in our community. So I am just getting the setup. I'm we're going to invite Dania to join us. Let's see if I can find her. We're going to be talking about naturopathy in home birth, which is it's inviting. Yep, invited. Cool. Dania, hello. I've just sent you an invitation. So, and let me see. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Welcome. I've done this, I think. <laughs> oh, welcome. You look gorgeous. Ah, thank you. 
Welcome. I've just been going through um, some of the juicy things we're going to be talking about today, which is exciting. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very excited because you and I have been, what, business, homeschool mum, friends for a few years now, haven't we? Feels like a colleague. We've got this colleague relationship. We're side by side. Whoops. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we both had free births. You had a free birth with your, was it your third baby? Yeah, my third. Yeah, so welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I would love for you to share a little bit about who you are, what you're about, what you do, and then we'll get in, stuck into how you can support us through pregnancy and home birth. Wonderful. My name's Dania Foster. I am a uh, clinical naturopath and energetics therapist. I'm also a mum of three who are all homeschooled and... Um, yeah, let's see. I've, I've got a history of being a tarot reader and shadow worker, and that's really where my my energy healing comes into my practice is um, being able to intuitively listen to the body and the little signals that it's giving to us. Um, yeah, I could go on about that for a long time, but I will keep it short. Uh, naturopathy really helped me to bring the body on board with where um, the energy and the mindset work was taking me when it comes to healing through motherhood and getting to the place where I could really reclaim my feminine and, and free birth outside of the system. Yeah. Mm, I love that. And you've spent many years studying because they've changed recently where you have to get a, what is it now that you have to get to be an atropist? Uh, so, how do we say Is it an atropist or <laughs> an atropath? Yeah. I always get so confused, but That's I'm there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, to be an atropath, I started my studies uh, in 2015. I was pregnant with my second child and um, I've only just graduated at the beginning of this year. So it was nine years of study. If you go full time and don't have two babies along the way, it is um, four years full time degree. So it's a Bachelor of Health Science Naturopathy. So it's really all encompassing. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit about you. And if anyone has any questions, just pop them in and we'll try to get to them as we're going along. But uh, People are saying hello, so thank you for joining us live. Thanks for coming. Yes. So I have a couple of questions here, and I've just got my laptop here, so I'll be turning to read my screen. As uh, well, as in a, basically, why don't you tell us how you can support the home birth and pregnancy journey? Yeah, I think it's really important to have a health practitioner on your team if you were going through um your birth journey so um you need to have somebody to make sure that you're not depleting yourself mm -hmm. nutritionally um, energetically and because you need to have as much of your energy on board to manage this journey and that's not just through labor it's not just all about getting to that finishing line mm -hmm. it's about the long term as well the long-term impacts and what you are feeding your but your baby is is your body <laughs> so you've got to keep your body up um, and vitalized to be able to feed that baby that you're growing the most um, beneficial energy that you have that's nutritional um, stress free um, full of all of these beautiful um, nourishing uh, minerals and nutrients and that you can give to your baby and that's for postpartum as well mm. I have, when I did my postpartum training, you know, there is somebody out there, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he wrote the book, The Depletion 
is it the depletion cure? Process Have you seen that? Cure? Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I myself yeah, yeah. was, yeah, I had um, fatigue, definitely in the first couple of babies that I had, adrenaline fatigue and all of these things. And I actually worked with a naturopath too to help get some of that back up because, you know, you're getting sleep deprived. You, I mean, I lost a lot of blood in most of my um, births, with cesarean births, and that really depleted me and pregnancy depletes you so much. You, I lost my iron stores and I think that I was doing pretty well by the time I came to my third baby and I think it's so important. I don't think, I think when you go to the GP, they say, you know, have this like uh, supplement, you know, like some rando supplement that's like a mainstream thing that's not even that great for you. Yeah. And I learned that some of the mainstream supplements aren't great quality and then I learned that there's like better quality supplements Definitely. and then it was about individual blood work and actually looking at things rather than just a blanket. Yeah. So those are some of the things that you will do with your clients Absolutely. when you're working with them. You look at them as a whole person rather than just like how they treat everyone in the system, right? Absolutely. So we are trained in pathology and how to read the different markers that come through on your blood and how it all interconnects with you as a whole. So it's really important that we get your pathology done even before you're trying to conceive, if you are um, doing conscious conception and making sure that your levels are adequate, not not even just in the normal range, because that's a whole nother thing. There's another, there's another level that we're even at this at optimal range. It's not even on your standard pathology, but it's a different list that we've got to say like you know we've got the philosophy of prevention is better than cure so we don't want to just get to the point where you're like oh you're really undernourished now we've got to top you up no we want to be like oh this isn't this isn't optimal let's feed this let's nourish you and we've got practitioner only products which are the higher quality supplements that don't have as much fillers which have bioavailable um, the components of the nutrients are in their bioavailable form so that they are easily absorbed and not going to be causing you discomfort in your digestion or constipation and all of these things that go on or they're completely missing the mark and you're just peeing them out. So we, went, we want to make sure that what we're actually going to be prescribing you is going to be doing its job. So yeah, pathology straight off the mark is an um, really essential. So you don't have to go through your GPs to get this. Your um, functional practitioner like myself can order your tests all for you. So I know that in the home birth um, world and coming from myself, my own um, experience was that not having a um, mainstream practitioner that I could trust with my thoughts and my feelings on this. So having that natural training, I um, ended up doing my own healthcare because I just didn't not have anybody else that I could lean on. So if I had somebody that was a naturopath that was like-minded like me, then I would have been set, you know, but having to do all of the research myself, I, um, while I was studying and pull it all together, um, it was adding the stress. So you need to have somebody mm -hmm. to come and take care of it for you and making sure that you've got all your nutrients at the right levels without having to stress yourself over that. Because a lot of women who are planning free births or home births already have a lot of stress and they already feel sometimes that they have to be a midwife and learn all of these things, as you probably know yourself. And so yeah. it can get a lot um, trying to do that. I know a lot of women who are free birthing and, and planning home births, 
they do see a lot of natural um, health therapists. And I think that like we're just already that way aligned anyways. And so I definitely saw somebody through my free birth pregnancy and I feel like it was really helpful Mm. to use some of those, um, I would call them like better supplements, better things. I I felt like I was getting better care through using those things because when I went through the system for my healthcare, it was very like, I don't know, very clinical, but it, they don't actually give you anything. They don't actually yeah. give you any advice on. I had gestational diabetes, for example, if you believe in that. Um, and I sat down with a nutritionist or a dietitian or whoever it was, and she was like picking up packets of like mini shapes and like mini chips and like all of these things. And I was like, I've got gestational diabetes. Like, should we be talking about me eating chips and me eating shapes? And so it didn't really feel like nourishing conversations. It was more, like you said, preventative. Let's not get your sugar levels. Let's just go assume that everyone's just going to be eating this food anyways. And Mm. so I love that you're looking at it more naturally as well. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, just coming from that, it's like building you up, not just for supplements. Supplements are great, especially if you're coming already from a depleted aspect and we need to get Mm. your levels up but just just giving you feedback on whole foods as medicine and how to build your your daily intake around things that are easy and meeting you at a level where you're at so if you don't have the capacity to be like making all of these foods it's like okay let's take that into consideration and just start with where you're at right now and build on that and get you to the place where you are eating majority whole foods so when it comes to like gestational diabetes i know that's a huge thing in this world and we get sent for these tests that actually do spike our sugars they're they're designed to do that Mm. but like you know it is a condition in pregnancy where our body is not tolerating carbohydrates so let's look at the type of carbohydrates that you're consuming and actually get some carbohydrates that like i was saying before are more bioavailable to do their job without adding extra stresses on the body yeah i love that so our next question is you managed your own care throughout the last pregnancy and free birth what was your focus? I'm interested to hear this, actually. Yeah, so my focus was actually really on stress management. Um, so moving my body daily, my nutritional, bringing that back to whole foods, just like what I was just saying, actually. We just touched on that. Mm. But making sure that I was eating really whole foods as close to their natural form as possible. Um, lots of slow-cooked foods. So um, lots of stews with slow-cooked vegetables because once a vegetable is broken down and slowly cooked, it's easier to digest, it's easier to assimilate those nutrients, those vitamins and minerals into your body and then for into your baby. Um, and then you can add things into there which I don't usually stomach very well, like, like liver and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We need to get... Um, these these whole foods into us like we get so scared of vitamin a in pregnancy but if we don't take it as a supplement form if we take it as a whole food form like in liver or cod liver oil these types of things our body knows what to do with it our body is designed to eat that way so bringing those types of whole foods into your body um eggs eggs became a huge thing eggs are a superfood that are completely underutilized i believe we should all be eating as much eggs as we can tolerate in our own individual cells um 
but yeah eggs are such an important part the the choline in eggs gets missed by so, such a um variety of people that are scared to eat eggs in pregnancy there's a lot of the guidelines that tell us that we shouldn't eat certain foods and we end mm -hmm. up missing whole foods out of fear so just bringing that back into whole food nutrition um stress reduction so it was really culling my calendar and making sure that i had really strong boundaries and i did yoga and meditation every day that was like a high priority thing for me um and just yeah going really slow making space for you to um sit with your thoughts sit with your fears journal and get really in touch with what's moving through you because it is a, such a journey it's such a process a shift in who you are to move through the birth especially when you're free birthing on your own like what i was i didn't have a support system besides my my, my partner my my husband yeah yeah and I've just recently learned that uh, extroverted people, are, we're more external, so we're go, 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 kind of push, mm -hmm. push, push. Mm -hmm. You're an introverted person, aren't you? Yes. So you're more of a deep reflection, more inside, processing inside. For those extroverted people out there, how do we learn to slow down a little bit more and take time like I personally feel like I teach my clients to do those things but I personally feel that as a I've got this like if I slow down I that's like waste of my time but I know that it's super important I've realized lately one of the things that I'm missing in my business one of the things I'm missing in my life and I've started implementing it mm -hmm. is reflection taking yeah. time to deeply reflect check in with myself and do those things yeah. So how would you, what would you say to people like myself who are yeah. extroverted and used to being, you know, processing outwards, talking to people, downloading, outsourcing, you know, all yeah. of those things Absolutely. to calm down? Absolutely. I think that we don't um, need to all be isolated in a little cave to hibernate to go into birth. That was something that really served me in my personality type. But there are people that are extroverted and require that that um, community to bounce off of. And this is where the boundaries part of that really comes into place, to know the people who you are safe to share your story with. So having mm -hmm. safe communities where you can be around. So um, something that I didn't mention before was that I was um, facilitating a women's circle. So I found safety in a women's circle and having spaces like that, especially with people who are like-minded, um, is really helpful for you to be able to express yourself and have that feedback and that um that input from other people's energy that's going to actually nourish you so it all comes back to nourishment for me what are, how are we nourishing you we don't just want to go out and um speak our minds to everybody because we might not get the feedback that's going to nourish us we might get feedback that's going to actually make us question ourselves or put some doubt in our minds so having a safe circle to be able to speak and bounce ideas off is really important so if you don't have a friendship circle or family that understand then please reach out to like-minded communities and i know that they are growing now and i know that you've mm -hmm. got a community now with your group work that is yeah. so beneficial for people that need that that feedback yeah it's true yes people who need that feedback or need that um support and guidance it's definitely important to have that in a, I love that you had it in a sacred way as well because some of the spaces are so big 
and you feel like sometimes you're just talking to randos and they don't specifically know you it's very generalized um and i know for me as a highly sensitive person i like to be understood i like people to understand me so uh having that close knit is really important yeah absolutely awesome so what are your favorite herbs throughout the final stages of pregnancy okay this is my favorite part so um I, when I was free birthing, I was studying. So I was all in the making up of my own tinctures and, and playing around with all of that. Um, and I made tinctures um, for red raspberry leaf. I made motherwort. I made um, shepherd's purse. And I actually made a blue cohosh and black cohosh blend as well as a tincture. So I recommend seeking your practitioner's advice because even as a practitioner myself and using them, I didn't use all of those herbs because I intuitively felt at the end um, that I didn't want to. <laughs> so let me explain them all a bit um, bit more of a breakdown so um the things that i would recommend is first off a practitioner is going to be able to source you good quality herbs because if you just are um, getting dried herbs um, from online or if you're growing them yourself you don't know if those herbs have been used with pesticides or if they've been used with um, if they've got any mold or they've been how long they've been stored for so the quality of that is not as good as getting some practitioner grade supplements that have got Australia's got one of the highest standards for quality control when it comes to herbal supplements so if I was doing it again now I would make sure that I'm sourcing from a good place um, for your herbs because you don't want them tainted with any mold that's the worst thing you could do um, so yeah, you get your red raspberry leaf and nettle and make that into a big tea. I made up a big jug of that and had um, tea daily, gallons of it, um, probably about two to three, maybe four cups of tea a day. I, was, I had summer babies, so it was nice to have a nice refreshing yeah. drink that was serving me. And I probably had that from about 34 weeks onwards. Um one of the benefits of raspberry leaf and nettle so, yeah, so as far as i understand the raspberry leaf is a uterine toner apparently yeah. is that true yes so um the beautiful thing is that these both of these herbs actually have high levels of um, vitamins and minerals that support um well nettle is really good for your blood and uh Red raspberry leaf is really good for your muscle contraction and tone. So in a specific for the uterus in this in this case. So the red raspberry leaf is sort of like the, the mainstay here for the end term of pregnancy to help build up tone of your uterus, which prevents preterm delivery and can prevent forceps use and things like that. that that's what studies have said. So we want to be able to create a beautifully well-toned uterus so that when it needs to contract and work to move your baby, it has that force available to it. So the um, drinking that um, tea blend of red raspberry leaf and nettle is just providing your body with the right nutrients, vitamins and minerals, say magnesium, calcium, um, vitamin K, all of these different things that your body needs to be able to move the baby through with ease. So I probably picked up some raspberry leaf tea with my other pregnancies probably from the chemist and they probably wasn't a, or maybe even colds probably yeah. wasn't a great quality it might have been organic i don't know where would you recommend getting it from a practitioner versus um, getting organic from the shop you can get them from a practitioner if you um 
you need to and then you'll know that they've got a good source if you've got a good quality practitioner but you can also get them from austral herbs is a pretty reliable source i know that people are sourcing um herbs from austral i would i would rate that um and if you go to like a health food shop you can get tea bags like planet organic and things like that and they're okay. quite reliable the thing with them is if you're just making teas um they're, they're going to be a good source um but yeah if you're you want to make sure that they're not going to be on the on the um, stock floor for ages that they might have been sitting there for a while so yeah just have it have a think about where you're sourcing them from okay and what were the other ones that you mentioned what was that shepherd's purse yeah. i thought yeah. that was for to stop bleeding yeah i took shepherd's purse i took a shot of that after birth um, oh, because it is during pregnancy for after birth pregnancy for after birth so i had a tincture of that and i made that up myself if i was doing it again now i would use practitioner grade product and um take a shot of that or how much they um would say depending on the how much it was made so different um different percentages and tinctures have different dosages so this is why you need to see a practitioner so that you know that you're taking a therapeutic dose otherwise you might be not taking enough to do anything or you might be taking too much that's not good either so you need to get your dosages right um but with shepherd's purse it i took it because in my first pregnancy i had postpartum hemorrhage but mm. as we know that that's probably most likely due to the interventions that i had to got me to mm. that space so it was something that was um, a concern. So I got rid of that concern by saying that I'm going to look after my body and take full care of all these things. And then afterwards, I'm going to just have Shepherd's Purse on hand so that it can slow any bleeding down. Um, so that would be, if there was a case of emergency, I knew in myself that I had time to get to help if need be. And I had Shepherd's Purse on hand to slow anything down. And I think like, the confusion for me when I had all those herbs right was there was I got them from you know a practitioner in Australia and it was and this is what you take and this is what you take and this is what you take it can become very confusing on what to take and when to take it and so there was instructions but I think that Shepherd's Purse is supposed to be given after the placenta has been delivered is that right uh yeah that's when you'd be worried about the hemorrhage so yes that would be right yeah I think what happened in my birth, and I want to say this to people because I found out afterwards once I went, you know, asking questions, that the person who gave me those herbs said that they knew what they were doing and they gave them to me in the wrong order mm -hmm. or at the wrong time, like when I still had my placenta. Yeah. So it was really important. And then somebody else said that it's also important when you do herbs that because they're, especially some of them are mixed up mm -hmm. to know how your body will react to certain herbs because we don't normally use herbs so then there's the other side of how will your body respond like I have this friend who she's pretty much allergic to everything yeah. and so she has to be super cautious yeah. and so what about that sort of thing like because I know there's a lot of places you can just buy online and you're sourcing them with generalised advice, but yeah. do you recommend having individualised advice and care? Or of course. I, this is, I keep coming back to this, is make sure you're checking in with your practitioner. Make sure you're getting your supplements from your practitioner and your treatment plans from your practitioner because it is really important that you have somebody that knows your whole story so that mm. you can 
your case and think, oh, if you're allergic to this plant group, then you might be allergic to that. Um, looking at this case, if you're somebody who is highly sensitive and allergic to a lot of different things, then we're going to be more cautious in what we're prescribing for you and making sure that we do test it beforehand just to make sure that nothing is going to cause any reaction. And this is the... Um, beauty of this personalized care and this is slow medicine so this is that we have long consults we really get to know you so that we can know all these stories because you know that there's so many stories in the medicalized world as well where people are prescribed medications and they've got reactions to them as well so it's not uncommon to react to medications or to natural medicines as well mm -hmm. that's part of the parcel but we can navigate it with a lot more safety when we know your story and you have a practitioner on your team who is well educated about the constituents that each herb has and how they interact and, with and with the herbs that's not something you do is it it's a, a more a herbalist is that right or is that no, something that I you have do herbal training as well so okay. natural naturopaths are um trained in nutritional medicine, nutritional biochemistry, as so we can work with food as medicine as well as nutritional supplements. But we also are trained in herbal medicine, herbal pharmacology. Right. We can prescribe customized herbal blends and um, we can look at teas and things like that if you're needing to have something that's a more lifestyle. Um, we do uh, herbal pharmacology so we know the constituents of each herb and how they interact with pharma pharmaceuticals we do pharmaceuticals as well in our part of our study because we need to know how the bodies are reacting to those things and what happens when we add herbs to the mix um and we also do um we study the vibrational medicine like flower essences so we support the emotional aspect and the energetic aspect i did the um branch of homeopathy with my studies so i have that on my my toolkit as well as holistic counseling um, meditation practices and things like that we do too that sounds so beautiful and it sounds like you do so much as well it's so good that you're saying you know individualized care is the thing to go because i see especially when it comes to herbs it's very like people are just buying these packets and doing these random things and people don't understand how it's kind of working with their bodies and after my experience i learned how dangerous it can be without taking them at the wrong time doing this doing that doing you know so you really have to be onto these things because we're so individual and also, you don't want to be taking them at the wrong time or have people giving them to you at the wrong time or not even understanding how they work because it's definitely promoted in the home birth community that herbs are super important, mm. blah, 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 blah. And then so women are just buying these herbs and they don't even know what they're using them for really, if you know what I mean. But just we're just like doing it for talking. Let loose in a in a pharmacy to just be able to be like pick off the shelves what they think they might need. Yeah. It's dangerous practice. So I do yeah. recommend that you have a practitioner on board to consult with and provide you quality supplements and quality mm -hmm. herbs so that you're getting the right care for what you need. And that is so important. Um, I think that herbal medicine and nutritional medicine is so valuable and it is so important, but we need to keep in mind that it is an unregulated practice in Australia, which means that anybody could call themselves a naturopath or a herbalist without getting in trouble. Um, the problem is that they don't have access to the practitioner-only products like what a qualified practitioner like myself has access to. So they might be sourcing them online from 
from overseas or different places and they don't have the quality behind them and they don't have the mm-hmm. um they don't necessarily have the education behind them to know how they're interacting with everything else yeah so if somebody wanted to work with you through pregnancy yeah. what would be the first step for them to to start working with you and also how many times would you need to see somebody regularly like would it be monthly would it be fortnightly weekly what, what would your normal sort of thing be yeah so my my initial step is the initial consultation and that's a 90 minute online consult where i get to know your story and your goals and where we're going with this from there this is where the, the power of individualized individualized medicine comes in as i can be like look we've got this under control i can touch base with you in a month's time and see how things are going um and but there's sort of like three different levels of care when it comes to this naturopathic consults and how many times you need to see in this way individualized medicine works is because we have our active treatment which would be like okay we've got to do some work here we've got to build you up we've got to get this this stress under control we might be needing to see you um every two weeks until that's under control and the fact is that how long that takes to get it under control is going to be really depending on the person because that person might um, not be as compliant. They might not have the capacity to keep up with their treatment protocols. We might be having to flex it and tweak it and change it to suit their lifestyle and their nervous system capacity and what they've got in themselves to be able to do. So it might take longer for that person, but we're still here in, in that doing that with them. And then once we get to that point where they've got their nervous system under control in that they're not feeling the stress in that high amounts they've got their food in a good regime then we can start moving them to monthly appointments where we just check in and make sure they stay on track and then we can push them out to three monthly and just check in on how are you going so it's that we move from active treatment to a um, maintenance treatment to a wellness treatment and then we can check in on them and keep them um keep them healthy that's that prevention coming in yeah that sounds really important and such a good plan as well it's good for people to understand the journey as well um so i think that's pretty much it dania did you have anything else you would like to share with home birthing mums or women who are planning a future pregnancy i mean i've already got a lot of ideas i know if i'm having another baby you're going to be the woman that's going to be on my healthcare team thank you for sure yeah i think it's really important to have a practitioner that is um, available to listen to your concerns and to be there and make changes to the plans or the protocols if they're not working for you so making sure that you have a practitioner that you feel comfortable with that that you are not going to keep things from because if you keep things from your practitioner then they can things can be missed so it's important to have a practitioner on board that can be like you don't feel judged from that was something that I really struggled in my pregnancy is that I didn't see anybody because I didn't want to feel judged because I was doing mm. things so outside of the system but, but having somebody there who you can um, just be completely honest with and share your fears share your problems share what's moving through your body so we get all deep down into the poo talk and the cervical mucus talk and all of that type of thing with me so you don't need to be um, afraid of holding anything back here and you know i'm completely on board with the free birth so you know i just Mm. want to make sure that you're doing things safely and that you're in a place that you um can feel well 
So this comes back to the personality and temperament of people again. So if you're the kind of person that's a highly sensitive person or you um, and you like to have gentle, nurturing support, Danny is probably the right person for you. So if we're not doing the right thing, we can openly say that and you're not going to scold us too harshly, are you? No. Whereas some people would. And then like, you okay, would never tell them that's anything. Not Let's find another way. What's going to work for you? Yeah. What's the hard part? Let's work it around you and your lifestyle. Let's build it for what's for Yeah, because it's not, it's not, it takes a long time sometimes to build up practices and rituals. And sometimes it's a matter of tweaking something to make it a little bit more easier to fit into the lifestyle or make it more of a, a daily practice that we do, Everybody especially when you're taking new supplements or, you know, you've got to remember to take all these things. Yeah. You're not me, so I'm not going to give you a plan of what works for me and say, well, you have to do it because that's what works because, you know, yeah. you're, you're a completely different person to who I am and it's like we've, I've just been going down this little little thing of chronotypes where people have different needs at different times of the day. It's like, yeah, we're not all the same. So I want to listen to you and be like, where do you feel the best? What's your yeah. best time of the day? Let's build it around that. Absolutely. We've got a question here from Stephanie. She said, I don't know about Australia, but individualised medicine is definitely missing in America. It's, oh, your BMI is blah, blah, blah. You're in the box and we will treat you like you're high risk regardless. I think, like, that's exactly how we get treated here in Australia. I that. Uh, that was my yeah. experience. And it's so funny because, like, I'm a, I'm a big person and so... I, don't, I still don't think it's okay and acceptable because I am healthy when you look at all of my, you know, all the GP blood tests and things compared to somebody who is average size. Um, it's There's a lot of stigma for bigger bigger bodies and, with, you yes. know, the plus size community is really trying to make a change for that. But mm. that's the dangerous side of not having individualised care where they blanket you and say, well, you're at higher risk of that. And then let's look at the risk, actually. What is the risk? Oh, it's double, but it's gone from 0.02%, which, you know, is nothing, to 0.04%. And, like, is that even anything worth talking about? Yeah. Um, I just don't think I, – I think it's dangerous, like, that they don't have individualised care. What's the purpose of seeing somebody if they're not – I might as well just see an AI robot if uh, they don't have the ability to see people for who they are and what's going on. What do you think about that, Dania? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can even see that from the statistics in um, the hospitals of how dangerous that is when they just blanket rule people and push people into um, – <clears throat> protocols that don't actually apply to them so yeah it's it's really it's really lacking in australia as well i know that i was i was exact words that you were saying there your bmi is this so we're going to have to do these things to you and that was in my first appointment and i was like nope see you later i'm not going back in here <laughs> um you're not and i was trying to talk and they're talking over me like they have a script that they can't do like Mm. from and so yeah. like, you're not hearing me and this is not what i'm doing so if they're not listening then i wasn't going to play so yeah yeah it really um if we talk about informed care i know we're digressing a little bit here but i'm i'm getting excited we they talk about informed care as if it's a thing here we've got informed care but informed care is like having a conversation with the person and the person choosing what they want to do in their body, making a choice based on the evidence and the information. And they just cannot 
go past that script that they've got it's like they can't compute yeah. because majority of women must be making the choice to just go along with what they're being told mm -hmm. because there is no informed consent happening in the system even though it is a it's a legal responsibility that they're supposed to be following for i know the us and i know here in australia um it's just it's an illusion i think and so is i think a lot of the medical health care that they provide it is blanket um let's put a band-aid on this rather than preventative and i think so many people could be so much healthier and i even was listening to a cardiac surgeon who's written a book about he's like i'm doing myself out of business i'm showing people all these people are coming onto my you know my my table i'm doing surgeries on them but i want to show them how not to get on my table i'm doing myself out of business but this is the right thing to do and i'm like we need more people like that that are actually speaking up for people this is what you need to do so you don't end up on the surgery table like nobody wants to go through that uh, i know we're digressing here with the the whole health thing but who better to speak to than somebody who's working in the alternative health and has spent four years, nine years studying them it's such a it's such an issue and that's why i'm here you know is that i really believe in this is the new way and this is the way that that we will thrive under the old system and i'm calling it the old system because i'm letting it go and it's fading to my past it's not something that's in my future is that um mainstream medicine i mean there's there's some great things that have come from it and i'm not going to discount that but it is emergency medicine and yeah. um, childbirth should not be an emergency situation it is a natural physiological process that women can go through so it should be treated as such not as an emergency procedure mm. and the and, and it's funny that you call it the old way because this medical system is a new system yeah. and you're basically going back to the ancient ways yeah. that women have been doing and people have been doing forever and a lot of the pharmaceutical things like i was just doing something on physiological birth for my um program a lot of the medicines or the drugs that they've made are based off of our natural hormones and it's like they're making synthetic drugs that we already have but they're disregarding that then they use like they're getting things off of herbs and natural medicine for a long time really? yeah absolutely it's yeah. all about building those that. And supporting the ones that you already have let's build yeah. what you can make how can your body but make they, these they need minerals i yeah. know <laughs> I know and you know they do that with the herbs and that because they can't patent those herbs or trademark those herbs but they can do that with medicines so there's no money in herbs yeah. because they can't they can't rule those herbs so I mean it is really important when you look at you know why these systems are created and how they work and what it means for you as a person so thank you so much for sharing today Danny I really appreciate you taking the time and What's the best way for people to connect with you if they so, want to book in for a session? Follow my Instagram account. Um, there is a link in the bio there that will take you straight through to my website and there's a page there where you can book straight in. If you're not sure about booking in for an initial call, there is a section, there's a little section there called connection call and that's a free chat. So jump on and have a free chat with me. We can talk about your situation and how I can serve you. So that's probably the best way to work with me there. Send me a message if you're not sure. I'm happy to talk, talk about it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm sure we'll have plenty of people coming over to book in a chat with you. Very, very valuable. Thank you so much.
Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC Home Best Stories podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take another step forward in your VBAC Home Best journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps me get this message out to more women just like us. Want to follow along and get freebies and offerings? Find me on Instagram, Ashley L. Winning, and send me a DM to say hi. And come and join our safe group on Facebook. Just search Feedback Home Birth Support Group. Until next time, keep shining beautiful.